0: Hello and welcome to the Play Piano by Ear podcast. In today's episode, I'm going to talk about how to instantly know any melody. So this is like you hear a melody and you play it on the piano. And here I'm going to be talking about playing a single note melody. A single note melody is just basically if you were to use one... Finger to play the entire melody, you would you would just be pressing one note at a time. So that's what single note melody means. It's without all of the other harmonies, without filling in with chords, without doing any of that stuff. It's just playing the melody. <clears throat> and in a way, you could you could almost say that it's basically uh, figuring out how to how to sing quote, you know, quote, sing the melody on the piano, because you're not using your voice, you are using the piano to actually play this melody. But singers, they just sing one note at a time. And here I'm going to be talking about how to hear a melody and just play that melody right on the piano. So there's all sorts of songs that I'm going to use as examples in this episode. But the first thing that I'd like to talk about is how important it is to know major scale. And this is how you really recognize any melody. If you can recognize the major scale and then figure out which note of your song, of your melody, falls on which note of the scale, then you can just instantly sit down and play it. So our major scale is made up of seven individual notes and they go like this. I'm just going to sing them as like well like this Bom <laughs> bum 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 and then at this point bum that note right there is the same one down below the reason I didn't <laughs> say anything while I was singing this I just sang it in bum 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 this time I'm going to sing it in numbers so I'm going to give each of those pitches a number so the first pitch we have number one two three four five six seven and then one that would you would think eight right but because it is an octave an octave is like the same (laughs) wow how do you describe an octave it's like the same pitch but higher it's like the same note the same type of note bum bum but just higher or just lower In other words, in other words, oh, here's a better way to describe an octave. Uh, On the piano, if you're playing a specific note, let's say you're playing a D. A D is the black key in between the, or a D is the white key in between the black group of two. So that, that note right there, right in between those, the white key right in between, that's a D. If you were to play another d on the piano it would look the same it would still be in between a black group of two but it would be either higher or lower on the piano and that's what an octave is and then even in pitch from like this note here to this note here you can tell they sound somewhat the same it's different than like this note and this note so once we get to octaves then we just start again at number one because they do have the same note name like D to D or C to C. Okay, so we have seven notes in our scale. I'm going to sing the scale again. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, one. There. And then as we as we figure out the scale, we have to figure out where our song goes in that scale. So our song like Row, Row, Row Your Boat is starting on note number one of the scale. So instead of singing Row, Row, Row Your Boat, I'm going to sing I'm gonna sing row, row, row your boat with the numbers that you would use to play this song on the scale. One, 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 two, three, three, two, three, four, five. One, 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 five, 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 three, 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 one, five, four, three, two, one. <laughs> Woo! Yeah, so that's that's the numbers on the scale. So one 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 two three. Now we know that this song starts on note number one of our scale and then it goes to note number two, note number three. Great thing is, these keys are right beside each other. It's, if you're in the key of C, note number one is C. So we we could play it like this. C, 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 D, E, E, D, E, F, G, C, 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 G, 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 E, E, C, 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 G, F, E, D, C. Now that that would be the piano notes that you would use. In choir, I learned how to sing the scale, like what I'm doing, but instead of using numbers, because numbers are awkward for singers, (laughs) one, two, three, it's just not very, um, the vowels aren't very musical when it comes to singing numbers. So instead of singing numbers, we sing solfege. And solfege gives a certain name, I suppose it's a name, to each of these notes. Okay, so number one is do, number two is re, number three is mi, number four is fa, number five is so, six is la, seven is ti, and then we're back at one, so that's do again. And then in solfege, the scale sounds like this: do, re, mi, fa, sol, la, ti, do, and it's so much more musical. I like it in solfege. (laughs) So now our um our song Row 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 Your Boat in Solfege would go like this Do 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 Re Mi Mi Re Mi fa, So Do Re Do And as I am as I am singing this solfege, I'm actually seeing it on the piano, if that makes sense. I, I pretend to see the piano keys in my head, and then when I sing the solfege, I just uh, hmm. It's like, it's like I'm doing it visually, looking at the piano in my head, but also figuring out where it is in Soulfish. Now you may be asking, okay, this is great, a whole bunch of information, but how does this relate to hearing a song and knowing how to play it on the piano? Ha, great question. Woop woop. So now we can put all this together. And, and let's, take, let's take a harder song than Row, Row, Row Your Boat. Let's take a song like, well, it's not going to be too much harder, but Twinkle, Twinkle, Little Star. This one goes like, twinkle, twinkle, little star, how I wonder where or what you are. Is it where or what? How I wonder what you are? How I wonder where you are. I bet it's where you are. So it's like, twinkle, twinkle, little star, how I wonder where you are. No, I think it's what you are. Anyway, so so this song does not start with two notes right beside each other, our first note and then our second note. So this is what we would call an interval in piano. It's where there's two different notes and they're not the same note. If it would if it were be like if if our song was like twinkle twinkle little star, how I wonder where you are. <laughs> wow, that'd be like what would that be? choral rap? That'd be really weird. So it's not when we're singing one note, but it's when we have two different notes and we need to figure out how many notes apart these two different notes actually are. And it's not, it's not how many notes apart they are compared to all of the keys on the piano, like every single black and white key. We're not counting every single little key. We're just including the notes in our scale. So without getting too deep into scales, the C major scale is just the white keys from C to C. Other scales, I'll probably talk about scales in another episode, but for now, the C major scale is from C to C, just the white keys. So this song right here, our first two notes, twinkle, twinkle, we need to figure out how many white keys apart these are. And one way you can do it is to just sing through that major scale, either with numbers or solfege, like we did at the beginning, until we arrive at our second note. So our first note starts here. It starts on number one of our scale, twinkle. Now let's try number two, twinkle, twinkle. No, that does not sound it. How about number three, twinkle, bum, 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 twinkle, twinkle. That still doesn't sound like it's correct. How about number four? Twinkle, one, two, three, four, twinkle, twinkle. Okay, that's not it either. And by this point, it gets a little tricky, but because um, then you're trying out so many different intervals. But let's try number five. Twinkle, one, two, three, four, five. Twinkle, twinkle, there it is. Twinkle, twinkle, little star. Okay, so <clears throat> disclaimer. <laughs> what we just did right there, figuring out how many numbers or how many notes apart two different interval intervals are is what I do all day long not all day long, but all day long, to figure out what a melody is on the piano. I'm just sitting there in my head going, and just playing with the intervals until I find the note that it's supposed to be. So now I know, okay, well, first two notes start off, one, two, three, four, five, five notes apart. So guess what this interval is called? A fifth, huh, isn't that original? So it's called a fifth. And we have all sorts of intervals on the piano: seconds, thirds, fourths, fifths, sixths, sevenths. Now, instead of calling eighths eighths, we call them octaves. And then you can go further: ninths, tenths, and and so on. Uh, so, so now we have a fifth as our beginning interval. Twinkle, twinkle, little star. Okay. So now from this one, it's just one note higher. Twinkle, twinkle, one one five five six six five, or do do so so la la so. There's our beginning part of the song. And once you practice doing this, once you you hear two different notes and you figure out the interval between them, you're gonna have to figure out the interval through all the rest of the song. But then the cool thing that starts to happen is you will memorize what the intervals are in your song you're trying to learn. And then it's much easier to play it the next time because there is some memory when it comes to playing by ear. It's not like everything's new all the time. But then what also happens is your ear becomes trained to recognize these intervals. And then when you hear a new song, you can much more easily figure out what the intervals are. One other thing that I have heard and that is actually true is to know certain songs, certain uh, normal songs that you would know that start off with specific intervals. Like the song, Take Me Out to the Ball Game. Take me out to the ball game. That one starts off with an octave. Bum, it's <laughs> this a big jump. So that one's an octave right there. If, you, if you're thinking, I, I can't remember what an octave sounds like, you can just sing that song in your head and then you know what an octave is. If you're trying to figure out, oh, let me see if there's another song with a certain interval. Hmm. Oh, this one's kind of cool. Joy to the World sings the entire scale from top to bottom. It's really great. It's like, joy to the world, the Lord is come. So that one, we just have, well, I'll sing it in soulfish first. Do, ti, la, sol, fa, mi, re, do. Or numbers, it would be one seven six five four three two one which is really great to sing the scale one thing in in choir that they had us do they had us sing this exercise and it is fabuloso but it does take i suppose you would have to memorize it first but it goes like this do re major second do mi major third do fa perfect fourth do so perfect fifth do la, major six, do ti, major seventh, do do, perfect octave. And then the reason it says major intervals and then perfect intervals has to do with some nitty gritty theory. And it has to do with the basically the number of black and white keys in between each interval. So remember at the beginning of the episode when I said we don't worry about the number of black and white keys in between each interval, we just focus on the number of keys in our scale. Well, uh, here comes the the more mm, technical side of that. (laughs) There is a way to break it down more nitty gritty, and there are different kinds of intervals, but I don't want to get into that in this episode right now. But then the other part of that, of that um, singing exercise going down, you'd start at the top. Do T, minor second, Do La, minor third, Do so, perfect fourth, Do Fa, perfect fifth, Do Mi, minor sixth, Do Re, minor seventh, Do Do, perfect octave. This is great to really help know the difference of the intervals. And a question you might be asking is, do I have to sing? In order to play by ear hmm (laughs) that is a great question I do sing and it comes in so helpful with playing by ear it's so helpful so I've never not known how to sing so I don't know how to answer that question from the standpoint of not knowing how to sing I do know there's people that do play by ear and they don't sing so that's interesting. <laughs> but I'm just telling you that at least you should be able to hear these intervals in your head and know how to hum or imagine the scale. If you can hear bum ba bum ba bum, if you could hear that melody in your head, like you know, if you're if you can't sing, but you you can you can hear or play or think of a song, you know, sometimes you get a song stuck in your head if you can have a song stuck in your head, then I think you can imagine what the different pitches are. So I think, I do think you maybe could play by ear if you don't sing, but it is super helpful to just practice these intervals while singing because it makes your ear a lot more confident in knowing which intervals there are. That's kind of my general, (laughs) general way I would answer that question. Um, yeah, general way answer that question. And then Hmm. There is another song that I want to talk about in a future episode, and I think I'm just going to do an entire episode on this on this topic. But I'm I'm so excited about it. And here's the topic of another episode that I want to do. And it's going to be called Why the song Happy Birthday is so hard to play by ear. It is not intuitive, <laughs> and it is just very tricky. A lot of my beginner piano students, you know, they're learning to play the piano and someone has a birthday and they're like, I want to play happy birthday, you know, for my sibling. And they try to sound it out and it's great. Eventually they get it, but it is very, very hard to play by ear. And I'm going to be explaining why this song is very hard to play by ear <laughs> and maybe you're listening now you're like hey I'm just gonna go try to play it by ear great that'd be really fun so then yeah that's a future episode coming up super excited about why the song happy birthday is so hard to play by ear awesome all right so that is all for today and have a fabulous day